Hello! お疲れ様です。そしてお久しぶりです。ここです。今日は Wanting to be unique but wanting to feel a sense of belonging みたいなことについて話していきたいと思います。えっ、ー、とまず2週間ちょいブランクがあったんですけどえっ、ー、と Thank you for listening to this episode again. Thank you for coming back.、Um, I was not busy. I, <laughs> I was just feeling a bit of a in the funk a little bit.、Um, I don't know why, but I just decided to let myself be in this like procrastination state without feeling bad about procrastinating. So, what I decided to do or what I Yeah, ended up doing the past two weeks is just binge on this anime called Hunter Hunter. It's a little bit of 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 a Not gonna lie, but I decided to, you know, just keep watching. And it was pretty good. It was really good. Honestly, so, like, season 6つぐらいあるのかな6つあって、で、シーズン5見終わったんですよね。シーズン5のエンディングが良すぎて、シーズン6見る気なくなっちゃったんですけど、もうこれでええやんみたいな、これで終わりやんみたいな感じになったんで、えー、と,とりあえずそこまで見て、えー、と見終わったんでちょっと I decided to pick up my mic and speak to it、um, <laughs> for the first time in two weeks so it might be rusty a little bit honestly it, was, it feels a bit weird to say like hello like お疲れ様ですわこです it felt kind of weird to say that phrase a little bit so it's kind of interesting anyway Um, today, I wanted to talk about this balance between you know, being unique as a positive thing versus a negative thing. So, there's an influencer that I like. Mind you, I don't like a lot of influencers. I probably know a good number of them compared to my friends at my age. Or, okay, probably not. But there's an influencer that I like. And I, I don't like most of the influencers out there. But there's one that I like and respect. And his name is Bretman Rock. Bretman Rock is from the Philippines. He lives in Hawaii, Oahu Island, right now.、Um, and I think he got big as、um, like a posting a vine. Vine is a little bit of a video. He was posting his video with his sister, and then he started you know,、um, showing off his makeup skills, and that's where he got big. Um, he posts videos on YouTube. He is a、um, he is a very well rounded influencer. And the key part is that like, he is a part of LGBTQ plus community. He identifies himself as a gay. 
and he has a cousin slash assistant named Kiefer, or um, she goes by Miss Key, or Miss K. Sorry, and Miss K is also a part of LGBTQ plus community, but he or she does not identify herself as a gay or lesbian or transgender. Um, she is a. She sometimes feels like she's on her own lane by herself. That's what she said、um, in their MTV TV show called Following Bretman Rock. Um, MTV っていうのは、まあ、なんかテレビショーなんですけどテレビ企画があってでそれがまあブレッドマンのなんか日常生活みたいなことを、えーとまあ、放映してるやつなんですけどその中のエピソードで、えー、と There's an episode where Bretman、um, realizes Miss Key Miss Key's like I guess like struggle I guess Um, and he decided to throw Miss K a gender reveal party for Miss Kiefer.、Um, gender reveal party っていうのは、えーとまあ、典型的なスタイルでいくとそのこれから生まれてくる赤ちゃんが男の子か女の子かっていうのを、まあ、友達とか親戚の前で発表するパーティーなんですね。Then what people tend to do or usually do is that there's a balloon. And inside the balloon, there's like a confetti. And、um, in a count of three, the couple, so the mother and the father, pops the balloon. And if the confetti that comes out of the balloon is blue, then it's a boy. And if it's pink, then it's a girl. なんかそういうあのシステムなんですね。まあなんかいろんなやり方あるんですけど、典型的なのはその風船を、えー、と割って割った時に出てくるコンフェティが青だったら男の子、ピンクだったら女の子っていう、まあ、パーティーなんですね。で、obviously for Miss Kiefer,、um, who doesn't identify herself as like binary, so she's not like a female woman, she's not like a male man or straight man or straight woman. So, gender reveal party is kind of like an interesting idea.、Um, so, she wasn't really sure about it. But when the time came and she decided to pop the balloon, you know, Bretman was like, hey, like, Kiefer, like, pop the balloon. Like, it's gender reveal. What came out of the balloon was this bra- rainbow confetti. And, you know, like, Miss Kiefer is just confused. Like, what the heck? Like, why is it rainbow? And Bretman was like, You know, that means you're a bad bitch. Like, excuse my French, but he was saying that, like, you're, you're a bad bitch. You're, you don't need to be a girl or a boy or a gay or transgender. You don't have a label. You're just a bad bitch, and that's all that matters. And it was honestly very touching to me because of what Miss Kiefer was saying at the end.、Um, he was, she was saying that, like,、um, she was like, Yeah, like I don't really identify herself or identify myself as like gay or lesbian or transgender. And she's been struggle with that. Like she feels like she's a drag queen 24 7. 24 7 And she was like, Yeah, like when I go on a date with someone, Like, they always want to, you know, hang out in a car or at home only. 
Um, they don't want to hold my hands in public, so it made me feel like I'm just like being hidden. I just want to be accepted, not hidden. That's what she was saying. And it was very touching because, you know, this TV show was portraying her struggle with like being confident and comfortable with her sexual identity because the society, I guess, like around her is treating that identity as a negative thing. And it's interesting because, you know, on a daily life, Um, I'm assuming that like being a part of like LGBTQ community and also depending on where you live, it is considered to be a very, very negative thing. Whether that's true or false or whether that's correct or wrong, it is happening, right? But when it comes to like, let's say, college application, I hear some people say like, oh, like being an LGBTQ community makes you unique. So it makes yourself stand out. Of course, college wants you because diversity. It's a positive thing. You know, it's like, it's a very. Bless me.、Um, my point is that, like, depending on who you're talking with or depending on what you're, like, where you are, you're. Identity is treated you as a positive and negative things. And I think when, when you come across this like polar opposites things in your lifetime, I think it's very hard to find a balance within yourself. Like, do you treat it as, like, do you yourself treat your trait as a negative thing, or do you yourself, are you able to treat your trait as a positive thing too, regardless of what other people say? I think it's very hard for me personally to find a balance.、Um, and let me, let me give you my part of the story. Oh, by the way, Bretman Rock and Miss Kiefer, I met them in Hawaii when I, when I visited、uh, my boyfriend there. I, I was at this restaurant and these two gorgeous people came in. I was like, wow, they look like someone that I know of. And I looked to the right, lo and behold, it's Miss Kiefer and Bretman Rock. They were so cute. And I was like, oh my God, like I wanted to talk to them, but I just don't want to be this like normal fan who just walks up to them and say, like, hey, like I'm so, such a fun fan of, your, fan of your work. Like I love your videos. Like I just don't want to be that. So I was like, just like thinking and thinking. I was like, Wako, like what should I do? I want to make a good impression. And next thing you know, Miss Kiefer herself talks to me. She's like, Oh, like the food you got on your table, it looks great. What is that? Like, do you have any recommendations? And my head just goes blank.、Um, I was like, Oh my God, I need to make the best recommendation ever. Luckily, it was a Japanese restaurant, so I could read what is on the menu, and the food ingredients were more familiar to me. So, I was making a bunch of recommendations. And you know, I was like, yeah, like, this sounds great, whatever, whatever. And at the end, I couldn't come up with an, anything else to say other than, like, hey, are you, by the way, like,、um, by chance, Miss Kiefer and Bretman Rock? And then they were like, yes. And I was like,、um, it's kind of cliche, but I really love your videos and especially that MTV 
TV show. I loved your episode. And that was all I could say. That was all I could say. But I would cherish on that moment forever. I would, that was, that was my legacy right there. <laughs> but, anyways, respect Bretman Rock and Miss Kiefer. Um, I think I like them a lot. I like following them a lot. They are a, they are really great influencers for me. Anyways, behind, uh, enough of that. Where was I? So, I wanted to share my part of the story, okay? Um, not to say that I really understand everyone's struggles. I mean, no one really does. But this is my part of it.、Um, let's just start with this. When I came to the States, I fully absorbed the stereotypes of being Asian for the first time. So when I'm in Japan, Maybe this is because like, I only spent time up until like, middle school there, but I never really thought of myself as an Asian. Like, you know, I, do, I don't wake up every day and then think, like, oh yeah, like, another day as an Asian person. Like, I, people don't think that way in Japan when you are Japanese and when you live in Japan, right? I hope that makes sense. And so when I came to the States and got exposed to this, like how important, how prevalent this like Asian identity is, like the first thing that people profile you is whether you're Asian, you're white, you're black, you're Latino, whatever. Like that's the first thing people notice about you. And I don't think I was fully aware of that when I came here to the States because that identity as an Asian was not a thing for me yet.、Um, and, you know, that was the first time I was like, oh, okay, so Asian, like what are the stereotypes then? You know, like when you are Asian, you might be considered as a quiet. You might be considered as this nerdy, like good at math. You might be considered as this like, kid who brings this weird food for lunch.、Um, and soon, sooner or later, I realized that this like, stereotypes or impression that this word Asian gives is not a positive thing at all, at least in America. And Also, that came the, in that package, it came with this like my impression of my name.、Um, my name is spelled Wako, so like W A K O, but in English, it sounds and it looks very similar to this word Wako. So it goes W A C K O. It has a C in the middle. And what it means is basically、um, a weird person. Um, or under, like, non understandable person, I guess, like wacko. He's a weirdo. That's what wacko means. And obviously, don't, didn't really know about that because, again, like, I didn't speak English. But I noticed, like, my classmates calling me, like, oh, wacky wacko, or like, you know, things like that. And I was like, wait, that's not how you pronounce my name. So I looked it up. I was like, Okay, what's the closer word to Wako? And then the very first thing, you know, like when you Google things, and when you, like when Google thinks you spell things wrong, 
it goes like, oh, did you mean, and then blank, like the word that Google thinks you're looking for. And so when you go, when I Google like wacko, like W-A-K-O, the Google says, oh, did you mean wacko, like W-A-C-K-O? And I was like, huh, like what is this word? And I clicked on it and it was like, it was a bunch of, I remember there's like a bunch of image of like Michael Jackson after his plastic surgery and people were calling him like Jacko Wacko because he looked wacky. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what is this? Like it, it made me feel down, yeah. Like it hurt me a little bit. I was like, what? Um, and that was like another time when, you know, I realized that my character or my identity I truly, truly cherished or used to cherish back in Japan was something that's considered negative. And honestly, it made me feel pretty lonely at first. Um, but the interesting thing is, これあのアメリカにいる人は多分共感してくれるかもしれないんですけど I have this impression that being Asian is a negative thing but being Japanese is a very positive thing えっとそのアジア人って言われるとなんかそのまあそのアジア人の中でも日本人だったり韓国人,韓国人だったり中国人だったり、まあ、フィリピン人だったりいろいろ集まって一つのアジア人っていうカテゴリーがあるじゃないですかでも日本人っていうと例えばその「Oh yeah this is a Japanese furniture」That means it's a very very good high quality furniture You know it's like oh yeah like I got this from Japan This freaking cool stationery from Japan That means you're a cool person You know, or like, oh, um, like, なんだろうな Oh yeah, like, I'm gonna get like Japanese food. Okay, maybe not a positive thing, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get sushi. Like, maybe that was not a positive thing, like, 20 years ago or something. But then today, at least in California, like, oh yeah, like Japanese food, like Japanese restaurant. That is considered this like high-end, delicious, and nutritious food and I find myself using that to my advantage like capitalizing on it to the best way as possible um like I don't know if it's a good thing but なんかアジア人のステレオタイプってそのまあ日本人のステレオタイプだけじゃなくてその中国人の印象とか韓国人の印象とか全部その日本人が必ずしもやってることではないのもそのアジア人っていうこのくくりになることによって自分たちもその一部って思われるわけじゃないですかだから I used to or not used to I kind of do to this day that like okay I'm not Asian I'm Japanese Asian is such an American perspective to me it That, at least that's what I think. It's a very European centric, it's a very selfish way to look at things.、Um, and so I, I just like try not to think of myself as an Asian, but I am Japanese. Hope that makes sense to our American audience. I'm sure. I'm sure some of you, if you're Japanese or if you have lived in, Jap- 
uh, in the states as a foreigner you kind of might understand this perspective but this is what i feel i'm not asian but i'm japanese um and again like i capitalize that i try to use that japanese identity like you know i like i i talk about my japanese like heritage or tradition a lot like i was like oh yeah like that was the case in japan or like i used i try to use this word japan so many times in the conversation so that like i know or so so that people around me know that i'm not necessarily an asian american i'm japanese um and that was my way of like mm, that was my way of like a feeling unique but treating that my uniqueness as a positive thing i guess um and in i guess like another change or interesting thing is that like in middle school and most of the high school the reaction i got from hearing my name so when i say like oh hi like nice to meet you my name is wako majority of the reaction was negative um they were like wait what or like oh my god like that doesn't even sound like a name or like you know like again like they call me like wacko or like you know sometimes they genuinely make mistakes and don't even really think about like what my name could mean but it was like interesting because a lot of people didn't pronounce my name right or like they would just like think like oh waco or like wacko um and again I used to be hurt by that, but then the older I get, I realized that it's just them. Like, it was just the other people who needed to grow up and get older and get some more exposure. Um, and I think the first time I realized that was in college. Um, There's a friend that I kind of opened up to this, like, what I used to think of, like, my name as a very uncool like like not sounding like a name kind of name and i open up to her saying like yeah like i used to hate my name i'm like to this day i'm still not sure i I even like like my name that's what i said and she was like well i think it's a really really cool name like the first time i heard your name i thought it was really fucking cool like excuse my french again but she was like i thought it was really cool and I was like, wait, what? You know, she was like, yeah, like, I mean, like, in the States, like, it just, like, comes with this, like, normal, very classic names that don't even have a name or have a meaning a lot of times. Or it has a meanings, but then the parents don't even think about the meanings. They just, like, decide your name based on the sound or whatever. But then, like, your name, Wako, has a very cool meaning and it sounds really cool. And I was like, wait, what? That was like when I realized that, um, you know, depending on who you're surrounding yourself with, like, mind you, like, compared to middle school and high school, like, it was majority American kids. And in college, I was surrounded by way more different kinds of people. Like, I was surrounded from, like, international kids who were straight from Dubai, India, um, like, Latin America who are very used to this like having parents who are you know non-native english speaker or have this like very non-american names 
non-American heritages and stuff like that. So the experience that I had in middle school and high school was very different from college. But that was the other time when I realized that like, okay, it's not necessarily me. It was just like them who needed to, you know, mature a little bit, I guess. So that made me feel better. Anyways, I feel like everyone to an extent have felt that kind of loneliness of like um like singled out being singled out it could be a small thing it could be a really big thing but i feel like a lot of us have felt that because of who you are but at the same time like capitalize on it when that trade is considered as a unique or a positive thing and it's so confusing depending on where you are the impression that your identity gives to other people changes so quickly and it's it's so mind troubling at times for sure unless you yourself are so grounded with your identity so that's why it's so important to have a like a have an acceptance with your with yourself like have a like grounded unmoving sense of your treatment like self-treatment uh, no matter where you are and i think i've gotten way better at it but for me it's something that i do have some trouble with finding the balance in that like sometimes again i've got better at it but like you know like are you able to treat your identity as a positive thing despite people around you at that time tell you otherwise like are you able to stand up for yourself in that like you don't need to be like oh no you're you're wrong like you don't have to like confront them but are you able to stand on your ground despite what others or outside will say i think it's like a really it takes a lot of patience and practice for sure and also i think it's very ironic that like people want you to change the world and like change the world like to change the world you need to be outstanding and unique but at the same time like you need to follow what the society is considered as the right way in the right time like okay i'm sure i'm sure it's not that simple I'm sure there is more to it but in college or high school when I first got exposed to this like things like this I was like wait what is this rat race like this is something different like what is going on I am a bit confused of like the changing expectations and like I was a bit confused like how to live with that how to uh, respond to that I guess and one last example that i'm gonna talk about is of that is boston career forum boston career forum for those of you who don't know um it is an event for mainly japanese students or japanese speaking students or honestly like i don't even know if that's a, that's a criteria anymore but basically it's a career event where 300 plus companies set set their booth in one place and students are able to go through the whole recruitment process 
in hopes to secure an offer, whether that be an internship or full-time job. And this is a very, very popular event for Japanese students who are studying abroad or who is going to a, uh, a college in U.S. like I did. And I went to that career forum twice, I think. Um, and, you know, oh, like I wish I could show you the photo of this, but I took a photo from the entrance of what the career forum looks like because I was astonished. Everyone, there's like thousands of students just gathered up. They look like an, they look like ants. They had the same black coat, same same black like blazer, shirt or um, not shirt, um, the the pants or a skirt, you know, knee length skirt with the black shoes and black bag. And if you have long hair, like you had to not had to but then everyone literally everyone had their ponytail and you know everyone's looking the same direction in the same flow some of them running but like most of them are just like in like なんかイワシの群イワシの群っていうのあれイワシの群の中に入るような感覚だったんですよって言っても私入ったことないんですけどイワシの群にだけど I was honestly I was a bit scared I was like oh my god and then I'm walking towards that mass I was like damn um and I think I stood out not necessarily in a positive way at the career forum because I didn't have a black suit I had a gray blazer and a gray pants and i think i like one year i had a silver like loafer it was my favorite shoes and then the next year i realized like at least i probably would want to change shoes to black so i brought my black low heels and for bag i didn't have a black bag but i have a beige tote it's not like a canvas tote it's still like a professional looking tote but it was not black it was beige and I didn't have my ponytail up. I had my hair down. And obviously I looked a little different. Um, and so during an interview, one of the interviews, um, this guy was like, oh, like honestly thought you were one of the staff, not like a recruiting student. And I was like, wait, is that a compliment or are you dissing me? I, I wasn't sure. I was like, huh, like a, like なんかありがとうございますみたいな適当に流したんですけど、later I realized that it was a ironic comment, sarcastic comments, I guess. My point is that, like, before you go to college, you sell yourself as a talented and very unique change maker to your college, right? So, again, going back to this like LGBTQ community, like some people do say that, like, oh, like. Being gay is almost like a privilege because, like, you are unique and you have this like character, which is such a twisted way to think of things. But those views do exist, right? And again, I do think it's true that college, like, uh, like college cares a lot about diversity, 
And so it is like a unique story to be a gay person in the Philippines or a gay person is a, in a Muslim country or, you know,、uh, like racially minority kid or half of two races that are minority in the States or things like that, right? It's quote unquote unique and it's. It might be a predatory thinking, but for college, it can be a very like intriguing. Like, oh, like this is interesting. As if a student is a product to sell college as a more quote unquote diverse community. Anyway, that's a whole can of worms that I'm not going to get into. But I thought it was my point is that I think it's interesting that like to get into college. You are told to sell yourself as one of those like, unique p e r s o n but once you sign yourself up for this, like almost like a rat race, where everyone had to look the same and act the same and whatever, like it almost as like the goal is to not be, you know, finding your acceptance or whatever, but then it's more like, okay, how marketable are you? How useful are you to your labor force? You know, I was like, wait, something's a bit different. Something's not matching up to my expectation. And again, like, this might be me having this, like, unrealistic expectation. You can say that. But I do think it's very interesting that, like, up until college, Like, people do tell you to stand out and be unique or whatever. You can be rebellious, whatever. But then, once you want to find a job, like, you're like, okay, how useful am I going to be to this company that I don't even know about?、Um, and you're, you know, how can I grow so then you're marketable, quote unquote, enough to be part of this labor force? I think it's a bit a pessimistic view to even think that way. I don't think it's like, you know, companies or college will like think about, like, think from that perspective as an entirety necessarily. But I can't help but come, like, come this thought to the surface because I think it's such a, like, a common thing that college kids at least experience coming in. Um, and also, it might come for the same for the people who,、um, who probably like grow up, grew up in like multiple different communities and got experience to this like totally different expectations or impressions of your character. And so, I thought I'd just kind of like shed light to it a little bit. So, yeah, this is me. Trying to find a balance in you know, not internalizing too much about like what outside force is saying,、um, and you know, finding a balance in like unique being unique as like positive thing versus negative thing and stuff like that. My point is that there's no one right answer, you can't just say, like, Oh, yeah, being unique is always positive, you can't say that. The same thing goes for the other side. Like being unique is only negative. That's not true, in my opinion. I just wanted to bring this up to kind of show this, like how gray it is in a way. 
Um, and again, like any other episode, I couldn't come up with a good conclusion of this topic, but honestly, that's the entire point of this whole podcast anyway. So I think I would just end it here. えっと、今回のエピソードいかがだったでしょうかちょっと長くなったかな36分経ってますねな、まあ、長くなっちゃったし、えっと、2週間ちょっとブランクが空いててお待たせしましたって感じなんですけど、えっと、楽しんでいただけたら嬉しいですではまた次回もお会いしましょうバイバーイ